0: All right, good to see everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Welcome to our living room. We're starting to fill it out a little bit more. We've been living here, actually, our three-month anniversary is coming up, and um, we've got some more furniture in the house and things like that, so we're recording from here today. Nice to see you guys, and thank you again for joining us. Kristen's gonna pray for you guys in a minute. I know we have a whole bunch of prayer requests. Before we do that, though, I just wanna talk very briefly uh, about the various love languages and I know what you're thinking like oh okay we've already heard this the guy wrote the book about the five love languages and yeah that was a great book but I'm gonna propose to you, there's actually a sixth love language that he left out now for those of you who don't know the five love languages he identified were acts of service gift-giving quality time physical touch and words of affirmation so you know some of these are pretty obvious acts of service is doing nice things for the other person Gift-giving is giving a gift. Spending quality time is important. Actually having physical touch with the person is important. And also words of affirmation. And we've discussed certainly the importance of words. So, I mean, you know, death and life is in the power of the tongue. I mean, Jesus himself was actually described as the word of God. God created the universe by speaking it in. So certainly words are important. Acts of service are important. We, we believe in all of these things. Gift-giving, you know, Chris and I give each other great gifts. We spend time together. All of these things are important. But I'm going to propose to you a sixth love language and I think it's more important than all of the others combined. The sixth love language is personal growth, okay? It's actually something you do to yourself for the benefit of the other person. Now, for those of you who follow the show, you know that I'm a divorce attorney. I'm an, I'm an attorney who handles a lot of divorces, unfortunately. And that's just where God's put me at the moment. And so I've seen how a lot of marriages have failed. And I've described myself in the past as basically a marriage coroner, I do, I do marriage autopsies all day long. And one of the commonalities I see in most marriages is a failure of one or usually both people to actually grow. And if you're not growing personally, you can't grow into the other person and become the person that she needs you to be, or that your, I should say your partner needs you to be. Okay. Some examples, and I'll, I'll use myself as, as an example. A couple months ago, I think we had just, maybe four or five weeks ago, Kristen mentioned to me that I can be harsh. Now, i that's not to say I'm a mean person, but what was really happening is that a lot of times I wear my lawyer hat and my the, the, the sort of the skills and the persona that I have for that job can bleed over into personal relationships. And again, it's not that I'm a mean person, but being a lawyer, You know, you really can't be a pushover. There's a certain level of assertiveness you need to have, a certain level of aggressiveness that you need to have, and and matter-of-factness. You you know, you have to, it's it's called an adversarial profession for a reason, but your relationship really can't be adversarial. And it's not to say I was starting fights, but I, I do think that I was letting some of that personality from work come home. And here's the thing, when Kristen pointed that out to me, Okay, I could have been kind of defensive about it and say, oh, Kristen, just live with it. Who cares? I do so many other great things for you. Acts of service, gift giving, quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, all that stuff. Just who cares? It's a minor thing. But you know what? It wasn't a minor thing. It was major enough that she mentioned it to me. And so I just decided right there and then that's it. I'm going to be really monitoring that and make sure that I'm not the same. Again, I shouldn't say not the same person because my character doesn't change. But the the equipment I use at work, I'm gonna leave at work, okay? Because it's not, what's suitable for that job is not suitable for our relationship, okay? And so I chose at that moment to grow. I didn't get defensive, I listened to what she said, and I grew, okay? And not to brag, but I'm just telling you about this, all right? This past Sunday, I went to Kristen's house and we have a thing where, Kristen's parents' house, I should say, and we have a thing, being newlyweds, we visit our parents a lot and we reserve weekends to visit Kristen's parents who, who live a good deal away. Kristen moved over an hour to, to our new house. And so we go and we visit them on weekends. And this past Sunday we visited them and I really wasn't feeling my best. I, I hadn't slept the last two nights. My stomach had been upset really because I overate. I had too much cake and, and ice cream, It was it was too much and my stomach really rebelled. And so I didn't really sleep Saturday night at all. I hadn't really slept Friday night that well, and then Saturday night I didn't sleep. And then Sunday, I was just dog tired. And we went up to Kristen's house and I wasn't in a bad mood. You know, I'm not, again, I'm not an angry person, I'm not a mean person, I'm not a surly person, but I was a tired person. And being tired, I really just wasn't very engaging, if I'm being honest with you. You know, they would try to involve me in the conversation. I would just kind of give you know, one or two word answers, or just kind of punt back to somebody else in the room, and and I wasn't really joining the conversation voluntarily. Again, I wasn't being unpleasant per se, but I, I wasn't I wasn't myself, and I wasn't really joining in in what everyone else was doing, and it, it kind of made it seem like I was trying to separate myself. And on the way home, Kristen didn't even have to mention this to me. On the way home, I really just felt convicted of the Holy Spirit, and I said I said to her, Kristen, I'm sorry, I blew it today. I said, you deserve to get the best version of me every day. If this was our first date, even if I was tired, even if I hadn't slept the night before, you would have gotten my best. By the way, side note on that, I got sick recently and I saw my heart rate on my phone had gone up to like 90 beats per minute because it keeps track of these things. And I was like, gee, when's the last time it was that high? You know the last time it was that high for a whole day? It's the day before we got married, okay? I was that stressed about it. But the point is, you know, uh, good stress. On our – if we were on our first date, I don't care if I hadn't slept in 48 hours. I would have found the energy to be fun and engaging and to be my usual talkative self, right? You know, if this was the first time I had met her parents, it would not matter if I hadn't slept in a couple days. I would have found the energy. I would have just been putting my best foot forward. And if that meant that I – you know, when I got home that night, I just fell asleep and collapsed on the couch or whatever, then that's what it meant. I would have found the energy, and more than that, I really should have engaged the Holy Spirit in that moment to help me overcome the tiredness. And so I said, Kristen, listen, I didn't give you my best today. You know, I didn't. I mean, I wasn't mean, I wasn't abusive, I never am, but you you are owed the best version of me all the time, and you didn't get it. And I said to her, I'm really glad that when you come and visit my parents, you don't act the way I just acted. Because no matter what Kristen's gone through the day, no matter how tired she is, she's always a ball of energy. She's always so fun. She's always so engaging. And I just thought, man, if she acted in front of my parents the way I just acted now, again, not disrespectfully, but just like not engaged, even with a good reason, I would just be mortified. And so I said, Kristen, thank you that you don't do that. And I'm sorry about the way I acted today. And I'll never do it again. And guys, I'm not proud to tell you about that. Okay, I'm not proud to tell you I wasn't my best. But I, I think you need to hear it because all of us have areas of improvement and what could have been a negative, because even the enemy gave me an excuse, what could have been a negative, I tried, I'm, I actually I said more than that. I turn into a positive by saying, Kristen, I'm gonna grow for you. And by growing, I mean, I'm just not going to do that again. I don't really usually grow incrementally. When I identify something, I get rid of it. And I will tell you something guys. I tell you as God is my judge, I am a great gift giver. I give Kristen a lot of really great gifts. Is that not the truth? Yeah. Okay. And I do a lot of acts of service around the house. I help her clean. I yes. make the bed. I do everything. Yes, I spend amazing. I spend a lot of quality time with her. We spend mm-hmm. you know just time constantly with each other. I am great at the words of affirmation and, and everything, all of that stuff, guys. And I am telling you, as God is my judge, the greatest thing I've done for Kristen is consistently tell her I'm going to improve and then actually improve. My growth, my personal growth, which is a blessing to myself, has done more to bless Kristen than all the other love languages combined. Am I right?
1: That's true. Okay, That's absolutely true.
0: And it's it's imp- and 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 to your credit too, and I'm, we don't have to sit here and talk about all you know every silly nonsensical comment we've made or something. Like that, but your your greatest love language to me has always been growth as well. And guys, listen, we don't fight. We don't you know look at pictures we shouldn't look at. We don't. We've never yelled or anything like that. But. Here's the thing, when you're committed to God, and this is why we do the relationship series, because I'm convinced that our personal relationships with each other are supposed to mimic our relationship with God, that we learn about how to relate to God through our personal relationships and vice versa. And one of the things that God wants for us is to put aside childish things, to get the childishness out of us, the immaturity. And when you're committed to growing in God and the relationship, God is going to just pull things to the surface. OK, listen, you can have kind of a superficial relationship and that'll be fine for a while. But when you want a deep relationship, God is going to pull back layers, never all at once because you can never handle it. But he'll pick out something. Say, here, I need you to work on this now. Here, I need you to work on that now. And guess what? He's going to keep giving you the test over and over again until you finally pass it. OK, this is a consistent theme in the Bible. Okay, Paul writes about this in 1 Corinthians 13, the verse I just spoke about, where he says, when I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, it was time to put aside childish things. And you know what that verse is actually from actually? First Corinthians 13, that's the end of the famous love is patient, love is kind verse that mm-hmm. you hear at like every wedding, even secular weddings. One of my friends, uh, who's not really a born again believer, I-, I just watched his wedding on Facebook, and you know the the person uh, I don't want to say the pastor, but the person marrying them actually quoted this verse: "The love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. That's a big one, by the way. Love does not delight in evil, rejoices in truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres." You hear that part, but it ends with Paul saying, "Look, when I was a child, I talked like a child, I acted like a child. When I" became a man it was time to put aside childish things that's the summation of all of this that's what he's saying okay all of the stuff that he's saying it's not love is not love is not love it's not that's the childish thing okay everything else that's left that's that's the adult mature growth thing the bible emphasizes growth as much as it emphasizes anything else faith prayer tithes and offerings healing everything anything it talks about growth constantly jesus gives the parable a few different times of the talents where he says he gave this one this many talents and that one that many talents and that one certain talents and who is he always happiest with the one who grows what was given to him and he's always upset with the person who just holds on to it doesn't grow people take that verse and say well you, you know i guess god doesn't want us to save things it's like no it's not about saving it's about taking what god gave you and expanding it's about the growth Again, he gives the other parables you're familiar with, the the parable of the sower, where God, where where Jesus talks about how a a man sowing seeds throws it, and some of it lands by the wayside, and the birds come and they pick it, and some of us, some of it lands on on the stony ground, and it it just blows away because it can't form any roots, and some of it falls in the thorn bushes, and it can't grow because it's choked, but the last kind falls into good soil, which is the soil of the Holy Spirit of faith, and it can grow its roots. And actually, the way Jesus ends that, people forget. He says, and it grows and it multiplies 30, 60, 90 times. It's amazing how many times he talks about growth and multiplication. It's not just about wealth. It's about your, it's growing in character, growing in, in your purpose, growing in your person, growing in influence. And again, of course, one of our favorite verses, Philippians 1, 6, he who began a good work in you will perfect it in the day of Christ Jesus. In other words, it's not, it's not an instant thing. You are here. He's going to bring you here, which is perfection, okay? And in between those, there's growth. And you might notice this is actually kind of deliberate. For those of you who watched the last episode, when I talked about how God is the keeper of the flame, how he's a God of constant renewal, the Bible equates renewal with growth. Ephesians 4, 22 says, lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, so that you can be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self, which is the likeness of God, which has been created in righteousness of holiness of the truth. And so what he's saying is it's not just renewal. Renewal isn't just the way we understand, which is we were here we lost it and we have to get back to where we were. He's saying, no, renewal, what it really means is throw aside what you were yesterday and build on top of that, okay? Grow, become more than what you were. That's the critical love language. And it's the critical love language I think a lot of people are missing from their personal relationships and also from their relationship with God. It's not just about the praise and worship and the singing and all that stuff, that's great, but it's a commitment to change on the inside. It's one of the things I, th- I think that's lacking in a lot of churches that don't want to emphasize, for example, sin, mm. okay? They want to say, yeah, God, God forgives yeah. you. People don't even A lot of people don't even care God forgives you because they, they, they don't understand that they need to even be forgiven because so many churches are just like, yeah, you're fine, don't worry. No, guys, it's recognizing that what you are as a son of God, as a husband, as a brother, as a son, whatever, what you are is not what you were designed to be that you're designed to be something more, okay? Now, I'm I'm running long. I understand this is one of my longest sermons, so I'm, I'm gonna wrap this up. Here's the thing, I mentioned this earlier, good news. God will never give you more than you can handle in terms of growth, that's number one. Number two, you're gonna find, actually, I think in your relationship, that you and your partner are gonna be given growth opportunities of about the same measure at roughly the same time. If I've done something wrong, Funny thing, within like a week to ten days, Kristen will do something very similar, and I'll say, "You know what? That was like something like growth opportunity I just had," and vice versa, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 really kind of bizarre how well this happens, and so none of us, neither of us, really ever really gets above the other one. We we get to grow together. And here's the thing, guys: with growth comes blessings. Just like we all want blessings all at once, well, guess what? God wouldn't, God couldn't give us blessings all, all of our blessings all at once because we couldn't handle it. It's the same thing with growth, and when you really understand it that you will understand it's not just that with growth comes blessing, but that growth is its own blessing. It's a blessing to you, it's a blessing to your partner, it's a blessing to God. That's the ultimate, I believe, way to get blessed. That's my message for you today. Wow. 15 minutes, man, I'm sorry, I just went forever.
1: Wow. That was amazing. First of all, I just, as a wife, I'm like amazed that you shared all of that uh, <laughs> to the world, which is, I think is a wonderful thing. Like you said, I think it's so important to be vulnerable because it may look different. The experience, the example might look different for everybody, but it's a blessing to hear that because it, we all relate to that. And like I said, if we got on here and, and both said, and, and, you know, you, you talk about being harsh. Let me just tell you that Jordan is a, it's actually a very sweet person. That is a, a quality that I really love about him. And ever, you know, ever since we started dating and I happen to be very super, super sensitive. And I believe God put us together like that for that reason. And like he said, because of his profession, what he has to do, what I consider harsh some people would probably consider just normal so <laughs> it's amazing to see how God gives us those growth opportunities and like you say we grow at the same time and I certainly have had my growth opportunities and I just want to also encourage someone if Which, you, and
0: we don't have to by the way share every single oh no no I'm, I'm just not gonna I'm, I just <laughs> gave a couple of th- and it's guys, we're out listen. of
1: time to share mine so you know but it's <laughs>
0: nothing nothing ever major but what it is is the deeper you get with each other, the more God will pull different yeah. layers back and say, "See, you still have to deal with this this character issue in yourself." That's all it is, and it's not like either of us have bad character. We don't cheat on each other. We don't look at things we shouldn't look at. Right. You know, we don't use profanity. It's it's nothing major like that. But you know, we all have growth that we can do, and that's all we're saying. That's right.
1: All. Right. And it's coming from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. It's it's really interesting. But I just want to encourage someone if you feel like you've been trying to grow in an area and it's kind of a negative cycle sometimes where you feel like you're trying to grow and then you fail Mm -hmm. and then you fail because you failed before. And it's just this cycle. And I want to say, I think the word for you is don't do it on your own because you can't do it on your own. You can only grow through the Holy spirit. And so when those things come, whatever it is for you, you've got to take it to the Lord, pray every day on it and Take it to him because you can grow. You you're not stuck in that habit. You're not stuck in that whatever it is for you. Everybody has their growth opportunity, and different seasons call for different things. So I just want to encourage encourage you. But that was a wonderful word. Oh, thank you for honey. all of us. Thank you so so yes, you're amazing. Physical touch. Yes, I yes I'm a big physical touch. That's my love language.
0: <laughs> all right, so that was really good. So Kristen, why don't you pray over all these people? Let's okay, pray. let's
1: do that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you that we don't have to be childish in the way that Paul describes staying on things of our infancy, but we can grow spiritually mature. But in growing spiritually mature, we get to come to you with the imagination and the faith of a child. It's kind of a weird thing where you're maturing us you're giving this maturity, this spirit of maturity, but at the same time, you want us to come to you not out of some sort of jaded mentality, but the expectancy, being expectant of your holy promises, being expectant of the blessings, being expectant of your miracles and those things that maybe we dreams with that we had forgotten a long time ago. So God, just bring us to that place where we can be expectant. God, I th- pray for every person Who, whatever our growth opportunity is in our relationships and in our, it doesn't matter when I say our relationships, of course, in our marriages and relationships with our children and all of that, but this applies to everyone. If you are a single man or woman, your relationships with your, with your parents, with your siblings, with your nieces and nephews, with your coworkers, it applies and so I just want to say that, that in our relationships, God, you are giving us growth opportunities and in our relationship with you, most importantly, you are giving us growth opportunities. So God, help us to see the, seize those the right way, God, and become what you have called us to become and not try to do it out of our own strength, but we relent everything to you and we lay everything at your feet. We surrender all and we ask you to come in and cleanse us. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Good job. Absolutely. Great job.
1: All right. So we got a couple prayer Request and I just want to say we've gotten some lately a lot of people telling us that they're praying for us and thank you mm-hmm. thank you thank you that is not something that goes on un- unnoticed um, we pray for you and so thank you for praying for us we really really appreciate that okay so Lydia a longtime listener asked for her son for healing Samina asked for her family um, for prayers Lay asked for prayers. Lynn asks for, uh, she says, I need prayers for my loving family and my boyfriend who works in Kuwait um, for safety. Um, and then Asazina, again, asks for prayers for family comfort for a loved one that passed away. And Perry uh, asks for prayers because he's feeling tense. I really love the prayers that keep coming, This, even if it's the same prayer, you keep knocking at the door. You keep knocking. You keep asking in faith, and we will keep praying with you and upholding with you. So you can, you can. in other words, if you say a prayer to us, feel free to keep repeating it because God hears it, and we want to pray with you about it. So, Lord, we pray for Lydia. We pray for total healing, the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for Samina, for family, the family to be connected and unified. We pray for Lay. Le- Lord, just whatever he or she is going through, just cover this person with your love. For Lynn, we pray for her boyfriend and her family. In Jesus' name, we pray for the protection on all of them, your divine protection. Asusina, we pray for the prayers for the family comfort, Lord. Lord, there is a comfort. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. Just wrap your arms around them, God, and give them joy and beauty for their ashes. And for Perry, Lord, I know this person has been going through a lot of and just feeling depressed and and just in that kind of place, God. But you, I pray that Perry feels you pull him up and out of that place and and receives that and put him on that high place that you have for him, just as you did in the Bible with so many of your wonderful servants. In Jesus' name, amen. I want
0: to say a special prayer real quick for the people of Afghanistan. Yes. Oh, yes. A country that's just in a total state of chaos right now. Thanks. I'm not going to get into the politics of it. I don't really have to, uh, but just a a total state of chaos. And there's all sorts of other places like that beyond even my knowledge. So God, I'm just going to say a special prayer for them. God, you are ultimately a God of peace. Yes. I pray that you protect the innocent people there.
1: Yes, God. Get
0: the people out who need to get out. Yes, God. Just foil the plans of the enemy. Yes, God. For Afghanistan, the whole region, and for all of the people who are living under oppression right now, people in North Korea... Uh, people in iran wherever they are god that we just people in venezuela uh victims of of socialism and and you know all sorts of other things god we we just i just pray for all the oppressed people i'm not even talking about the phony oppressed people like everybody see i'm not gonna get into politics here but a lot of people who live very comfortable lives like to complain about being oppressed i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the really truly oppressed people, yes. the poor, yes uh, people who, who can't find food, the people don't have clean water, yes, people don't God. have access to medicine, the people yes. who live under despotisms and tyrannies, the people who have to worry about yes. missiles flying over their heads yes. or terrorists banging down their doors and stuff like that. God, I, I pray for those people today. I pray for victory of the good people. I just pray for their safety, and I, I pray, God, that out of all of this evil that that. you you know, you bring, you, you bring diamonds for ashes. I I just pray that, um, they, they come to know you and your greatness in Jesus name. Amen.
1: That was wonderful.
0: Thank you, babe. Why don't you close us out in prayer here?
1: Well, if you have never received Jesus as your Lord and savior, or maybe you did a long time ago and you want to rededicate your life to him, this is your opportunity. So just follow after me, dear Jesus. I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer with us, we're so excited for you. Definitely get a Bible and get into a church if you have access to that. Or just let us know that you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior today. We would love to know that.
0: All right, guys. Well, listen, thanks for joining us again. It's always a pleasure to see you. Like Kristen said, hey, thanks for praying for us. We really, uh, we could always use it. Yeah. And God has uh, blessed us abundantly. I'm really thankful, Chris. I'm going to say this, not only that we have 100,000 viewers, I'm thankful that we're able to do this without ever asking for any money from anybody, ever accepting any money. Uh, But God, I really just want to pray that we are able to be a better blessing I really, one of my dreams for this ministry is without taking any money from any of you, believe me, is that somehow God will provide so that we can, we can, you know, bless people financially and, and things like that. You we, certainly, we, we pay our, you know, we do our tithes and offerings, but I just, I I really, my, my dream for this ministry is that just scores and scores of people become saved by it. And that, you know, when people bring real needs to us, that we're able to, to help meet them all right Amen. anyway that's just my thing so guys listen good to see you as always i got a bunch of great meshes lined up coming up for you kristen's seen previews of them she likes them already i do uh i don't think you'd seen a preview of this one but oh. uh, i got some good ones coming up uh so anyway guys we'll see you soon thanks again for joining us as always um be blessed and be a blessing
1: bye everybody <laughs>
0: Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM
1: 570 and FM 102.3.